Okay, Namaste Talks. It's kind of like this new stream of what I'm thinking I want to do with my energy to podcast sometimes. So anyways, I have been thinking that I just really love when I get to do my yoga thing and then I get to do my talking thing after. It's just so much fun. It's like it's like the best little setup for me to just really feel like I can be ready to have a voice. So that's really fun. I really love just this whole dynamic of feeling like, oh, well, I have permission. Do you want lines or sunshine beds? Sunshine beds. Sunshine beds. Can you find your, let's see how we can fill up our dish tank today. So, yeah, so I just love that dynamic. I love getting to teach yoga, do yoga, do the whole teaching thing. And then I love I love the Namaste talk time because um, it gets me into a place where I think, oh, well, I have some clarity about some things, you know? Like, I love that I get to pray to Heavenly Father. I love that I get to, like, read the scriptures and all this stuff. And there's something to be said about when I get to do yoga and have it be, like, a, like a consecration of, like, prayer and meditation and, like, pondering time. To Heavenly Father's will and his, um, just his gospel and his principles, like, it's super powerful for me. You know, like, there's all these streams of thought out there, like, different people that think different things about you should do this or you shouldn't or this should be allowed or it shouldn't, like, I've just been so happy lately to really have the audacity to be like, I'm kind of done, like, listening to other people's ideas of what they think is good, right, or whatever possible or appropriate, whatever, like, like not saying that I'm just going to totally close myself off from ever reading a book again or ever watching a video again or whatever, but I'm just like developing a greater sense of discernment in some ways of like, you know what, you know, like there's, there's some people that I feel like are super credible and then other times I kind of feel like everybody's floating around doing their own life, kind of like a sibling society. You know, if everybody around me that's with me right now are my contemporaries, I kind of feel like they're all my, right? Like, they're all just my contemporaries, right? And so, really, it's almost like, you know, a parent watching over all these siblings, and then all these siblings are kind of bickering about talking about this or that or debating about this and that, and it's like they've never taken the time or they rarely take the time to actually reach out and be like, hey, what does mom and dad think about this? Like, rather than, like, just like bickering as siblings and that's kind of how I feel like the world is right now with people like all the adults in the world right now it's like they're all siblings kind of bickering around each other and just like agreeing disagreeing debating all this kind of feel and and it's like I don't know that a lot of people are taking the time to really consider well what does Heavenly Father think about this topic or issue or whatever you know and that's why I feel like there's these constant circles of like you know, like, syner- not synergizing, like, just totally um, spiraling downwards together about things. And I just, like, I just pray that I'll continue to be into the, in this place where I can, I can just always just go to Heavenly Father and be like, I'm kind of done just, like, you know, getting all my information from all the siblings. I'm kind of ready to just hang out and spend a lot of time with Heavenly Father. Kind of like, you know, taking those daddy-daughter dates or daddy daddy Sundays or mommy daughter dates or mommy Sundays. Like it's like I'm ready to just like 
really make sure that I have way more time and quality having dates with Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother and Jesus Christ more than more than I am spending all this energy and time with like siblings or whatever. Um, because clearly, like, especially when we talk about these issues, right? Like, just issues that really Heavenly Father's the only one that has the answer. But people like to um, be skeptical or, like, like to um, um, just scrutinize and, and, like, and, and do all of this, like, um, fantasizing or, like, imagining about what Heavenly Father thinks about this, that, or the other instead of, like, actually going to the source and asking Him and, like, actually learning how to pray, actually, like, getting information from the source and then it, I don't know I just kind of feel so grateful not kind of like I feel absolutely grateful like today I had an awesome yoga it was like hey I got to do this thing where I got to really visualize like a beautiful ocean wave and it was like this deep blue light blue kind of feel like I have these two scissors right now in my cupboard and those are the exact colors of that meditation that I had it was like those are the colors light blue dark blue kind of like this like beautiful greeny blue ocean kind of hawaii feel kind of blue and i was like yeah that's what i'm thinking about as i'm just breathing through all my postures positions and breathing and stuff and then at the end of the practice i practiced with a meditation at the end that was basically like laying there like giving me instructions for a person to just feel like like submitting to like heavenly father and heavenly mother like literally tucking me in you know into my yoga mat you know like and just feeling their massage kind of as if it was the end of the day and that they're like giving me this like deep heavenly father heavenly mother massage and that they could ex know exactly the spots that were painful for me or that I was worried about or whatever and just giving them permission to take care of those places and and feeling like absolute trust in their power to do that and absolute trust in their care to do that and that's like the meditation that I was working with and I feel so grateful because like I didn't realize it but I just kind of feel like Heavenly Father's really guiding me because you know like it's not it's it's kind of unique that I have decided to transition my yoga from like Indian culture yoga to like this this like restored gospel of Jesus Christ type of yoga <laughs> like and and then you know I have these like people that are getting ready to invite me to teach yoga to like their young women's groups and all these things and I'm like really excited about it like I and I just feel like what I have to share is totally a fit for that because I'm always talking about that like I love mentioning um, how much Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ are helping us with every breath and I love talking about like you know how much they're protecting us and how much they care about our breath and our our breathing and are just like trusting in the body that they've given us to be able to live and do our mission with and and being grateful for the body that they've given us you know to the point that we're ready to be like a bodyguard for our body like to the point where we will stand up and be uh and stand by every breath rather than feeling like talked into not breathing and and being in situations where we feel constrained instead of free to breathe and so that was like really cool to just kind of step into that place and be like yep that's exactly what i'm doing so that was really nice um to like reflect on those things to like consider those things and just be really grateful to just like see things for as they are. I like, I felt so like, I just felt so overwhelmed because when I shared those thoughts with the person I was doing yoga with, 
they were just like, um, so I was gonna go and like drive and, you know, listen to this audiobook and have that be like something to help me make my vision board later. But now that you said that thing about like, you know, what if we're kind of just in a little sibling society and like, you know, like how often are we reaching up to actually say, mom and dad, what do you think about this? Like, you know, to heavenly father and heavenly mother, like she is just blown away by that concept. She's like that changes my the whole trajectory of what I'm going to ponder about this morning you know she's like I don't even think I can listen to the audio now the audiobook I was going to read from this like you know published author because I just want to think about that thought that you just shared with me like what if that's what's going on right now you know and I was like oh that's really sweet I'm glad that that was like helpful to you right and I just kind of thought like you know to me it's second nature I'm like well of course that's what's going on right like I don't even have to ponder about it I'm like that's exactly what's going on you know, it's the same thing that people talk about when they're like, oh, this is a fact. This is a fact. This is information. This is what we say is truth. And what is the most correct information? And then I'm just like, no, guys. But seriously, all everything that you could ever research or, or study or dissect or um, do anything with in this world with like a physical body, it's... Yes, you call it nonfiction, but I'm still calling it fiction. I'm still calling it your fairy tale idea of what you think Heavenly Father did to make things happen. Because I recognize that he looks at us and I kind of see that he probably thinks that we're these little tiny babies in diapers, just like dumping sand here and there and being like, oh, look at that. Like, wow, like this like water goes inside of the volcano. Like, you know, and I just kind of feel like that's the level that we're at. You know, like everybody likes to think that they're so much smarter than they actually are. And they like come up with all these amazing ideas for things. And I'm so glad they do. And I'm so glad that Heavenly Father allows for it. Like, of course he wants his kids to be playing in the sandbox and like playing in the garden and like, you know, like and studying and learning things and reading books. Of course he wants all of it. Like he's totally happy that we take the time to learn. And I'm not saying that it's bad for people to learn. I'm just saying that like the, like the highest level of all the learning that anybody in this world can ever attain and share with others, no matter how backed up, how cre credible they are, it's still only like 1% of the full truth of everything else that we will learn once, we, once the veil is revealed, like once we are literally in the place, in, in the presence of God, and Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother, where we will have complete scope and vision as if they do, right? It's like, you know, like our vision is like looking down at our feet. That's like as much as we see, right? But their vision is like up high in space, right? Like looking down on the whole earth, right? Like they can see a lot more things going on all at the same time. But I even think it's even beyond that, right? Like it's cola, right? Like it's like, they can see the whole universe. Like I wouldn't even be surprised if they're holding the whole universe in their hands. Like it's just, it's beyond. And so it's like people have all these like pent up ideas about this, that, or the other. And, and then all I have to say is like, great. I'm glad you feel that way about that. And I'm not gonna let myself be swayed by what you think about it. Like I'm really gonna keep talking with Heavenly Father and having my daddy dates and my mommy dates and just let that be my source for what I think is the best way to move forward, the best way to be a ministering person, the best way to follow Jesus Christ. And 
Like, I just feel like that is really important for me to, like, just, just feel like I can have this level of permission to just do that, right? I, and then, of course, I know that he cares about his, like, the sibling relationships, right? Like, to the point where he'll even say, hey, like, it's important for you to be a law-abiding citizen because, you know, like, you'll have all these siblings and different siblings will feel strongly about different things and then they'll be in different positions to say, hey, um, we feel like we should do this in this way. And, you know, and I recognize that there's a space for being respectful. There's a space for being, um, you know, just, like, working with the leadership of others and all of this kind of teamwork kind of mentality. Um, and at the same time, I feel like there needs to be something built into the system that I'm in where there is some kind of caveat, right? It's like people should be able to fire the president or fire the premier or fire the, the prime minister. Like there should be some kind of ability for that. Like that, like right now, the way things are set up, it's like there's this government structure and then there's like businesses. I feel like businesses is where it's at. You know, it's all Thomas Jefferson style. It's all like America. I love America. Like I was born in the wrong country. I kind of feel that way, <laughs> but I don't feel that way because I really do love Canada. I really do love everything that is it, that has been here. And you know, even though it's evolving and everything and and like and changing to very different from how it started and everything. I do. Like there's a lot of beautiful things about being in this country. And there's a lot of freedoms that people in America have stood for when they established that constitution, when they established their declaration of independence. They have a declaration of independence. Like how is this not a, a thing around the whole world? How come every country doesn't have a declaration of independence or like a, a constitution? Because we need it, you know, to the point where now there's like apparently 21 states that have opened up their rules to be able to just allow people freely to be able to just like live their lives, you know, like live their healthy lives. <laughs> and I just like, you know, it's like there's a part of me that has to be patient. It's just like the sibling thing, right? It's like I know Heavenly Father would prefer for his children to work with one another, to negotiate, talk about things instead of just punch each other up and be like, you're done. Like you are leading us and you are done. And then having Heavenly Father have to intervene and be like, okay guys, you just need to like break it up and like not be fighting because clearly like this is not like why we're doing this, you know? Like, so it's like, okay, I have to work with that. I have to work with that mentality and be like, I, yes, I'm gonna have these daddy daughter dates and mommy daughter dates with Heavenly Father and Heavenly Mother. And when I get back into my little sibling society, like, that I cannot just be this fiery, crazy person that I would probably want to be and probably am kind of like if I wasn't, you know, bred and like if I haven't like written the name of Jesus Christ in my heart, right? Like, and literally like acknowledge that like I am a daughter of a king, you know, like I am his royal heir. And because I am, you know, like how can I be a little bit more diplomatic? How can I be a little bit more like helpful in this situation to acknowledge that like it doesn't matter how leadership someone is, that they have all these faults, right? They have so many weaknesses and same with me, you know, like no matter what kind of leadership position I might be in at any point in my life or whatever, I'm going to still have faults like right now. Like I had this other recording the other day that was like, apparently I'm a parent, right? And this morning when I was going about doing stuff, I was like starting to take pictures of all of my faults. 
like literally, I was taking pictures of all my faults because my next like little journal spiel will be like, I'm turning 32, but really I'm a 12 year old, right? Like I'm actually like, it's like, you know, all they have all these jokes where it's like, yeah, there's like this two year old, they're like two going on 12. Or like I have a four year old, she's four going on 14. Or like I, like I have this five year old, she's five going on 15, right? Or whatever, right? Like it's this whole idea that like sometimes little people try to do things in such a way where they like to pretend that they're actually like 10 years older than they are or whatever. But really like for me, I'm kind of like, I used to do that for a while. I did. Like in my twenties, I was super insecure to the point where, you know, I kind of just felt like, do you know where the black scissors are? Oh, wait, I have some here. Can you do it over here? Can you do scissors in here? Cause I like to keep them at the, and then oh, no. where are you trying to do them? No, okay. Well, can you at least put it back in here so I can find it? Because yes. then I'll look for the jar with the scissors. Okay. So, so like, yeah, when I was in my 20s, I was super insecure. So, uh, of course, I was in that mode still. I was like 20 going on 40, right? Like, I was just living that, like, bandwagon. And then here I am, turning 32, and I'm like, ha, ah, <laughs> ha. You know, like, it's kind of funny how the times change. And it's just like, you know what? Like, I'm kind of done doing the, the like, 20 going on 40 kind of mentality of life. Like, I'm, like, really way more focused now and be like, well, not focused, but submitting to the fact that maybe I'm 32 going on 12. Like, <laughs> like you know, I started taking all these pictures this morning, kind of joking with myself, being like, yeah, like, clearly, look at this. And then I was scratching, like, the snow off of my vehicle. I was like, okay, took a picture. I was like, does it look like a 32-year-old did this or does it look like a 12-year-old just did this? And it's just like, clearly, I'm 32 going on 12. Like, <laughs> it's just, like, so funny. And then I just, like, took pictures of other messes all around me. I'm like, clearly, does it look like a 32-year-old is, like, um, the some kind of homemaker person in this house? Or does it look like a 12 year old is? And it's like, yeah, totally. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, and that's where I'm at with that. And anyways, like I was so grateful to kind of just say it as it is. So I can just get to a point where it's like, well, like, and it's not to say that I have to stay there either. Like when I, I feel super empowered when I can acknowledge the truth of what is and then work from there, right? So I like have this one friend that I'm excited to just like mentor with. I feel like I'm gonna set up this thing with her where it's like I give her health tip stuff, you know, so she doesn't have to pay for coaching necessarily immediately right now. Um, but like we'll barter back and forth. Like I can tell her health stuff and then she can tell me homemaking stuff. And it's gonna be like this wonderful design because clearly I am all over the health kind of stuff and she's just starting, you know, and Clearly, she's all over the homemaking stuff and the nesting. And, like, genuinely, though. Like, it's so inspiring to be around people that literally are able to love doing something that I literally hate doing. Like, I would rather... What would I rather do than, like, make a space, like, absolutely immaculate and beautiful? It's like, I would rather go on a bike ride. You know, I feel like E.B. White, where he's just, like... He would rather be sailing, but he felt like he, he must write Charlotte's Web, or he must write Trumpet of the Swan, or he must write Stuart the Little, uh, Stuart Little, and he must write, you know, like, whatever book, other book, like his essays, right? Like, he willed himself to write all his essays, and to, like, be the, become this writer person, right? Because he felt like he needed to, right? Like, and, and I, you know, I think there's a place 
for doing things because you want to. And then I think there is a place for doing things that you just feel like you need to do it, right? And like you feel like it's right because you honestly feel like no one else in the whole world will do it and it's yours to do. And it's not actually really fun the whole time, but you really feel like it's yours to do. And so you feel like you'll do the things, whatever you need to do so that you can actually balance out and feel like you can have the will to do that thing even if you hate doing it. He didn't like read writing. He actually didn't like he would write in his journal every day since he was eight just because he had one and then he did but like he would much rather be sailing. He would much rather to be doing all these things and that's kind of how I feel about like the homemaking life right. It's like like I, I tried to do it when I was like 18, 20. I tried to like clean my house that I lived in with my parents. I tried to like do the whole like just like clean the bathroom thing and set up recycling and maybe put away my dishes or something like that thing. Um, but like I never really committed to be like, oh, like I want to learn how to like take care of the whole house before I like leave. And so then I'll know how to take care of the whole house when I'm like a grown up and need to do it by myself. Like I never really registered that. And then here I am like going 32 on 12. And I'm just like, yeah, that's, that's kind of what happens when a little hillbilly girl just kind of like gets grown up, like pressing buttons on the screen and doesn't know how to do anything else. Cause she just knows how to press buttons instead of anything to do with making things beautiful in a household. And so then you have this like 32 going on 12 kind of person that's just like fumbling through, like at least I'm not a toddler anymore. At least I'm not 32 going on two anymore. Like probably before this last year, I was 32 going on two. Like I really felt like that. Um, and thankfully I've grown up 10 years in the last year, right? Like in my ability to like, you know, even create a little schedule that says, hey, do this every day. You know, like just try to, just just see if you could, right? And then it's like, okay, I could do that. And then there's the other level where it's like, okay, now I can see more clearly. It's like, yes, I might be able to do one thing with these things every day, but still it's like my focus right now is very much just cleanliness. But like the, the whole deal with like the, oh, sorry. Is that um, yeah, when it's not orange peels. And like the whole deal with this thing is like, hey, what if I could just like, so I grew up in the last 10 years and then I was able to just like get into this place where it's like, um, so what, what if I could just do a little bit more though? You know, like what if I could just, you know, like what if I, what does it look like to actually like grow up even another 10 years and become this like 22 year old, right? Like, and what would that, what could that potentially look like? And then I kind of consider it and it's really exciting because it, it just makes me think, well, what if, you know, what if like in this next year I could advance 10 more years in this homemaking ability and actually get to the point where, where I live in a home that actually feels homey because I might be able to clean certain things, right? But they only last for like a couple minutes because it's one thing to clean something and it's a totally other thing to, to make it t feel tidy and homey in a way that, that flows, right? That, that makes you feel like you're in a designed, pampered kind of space, right? That's like very intentional and very like, you know, joyful and inviting and, and all of these ideas that, that I hope that I'll be able to find a way to do. Cause I'm just like, oh man, like, 
there's so much potential and I feel so grateful that I'm actually in a better place in my life right now to actually feel permission to have confidence and belief that I can actually get there.